0: What's up guys? Welcome back to Mission Accomplished. My name is Michelle. I'm
1: Garrett. And today we are talking about assholes. <laughs> Not <laughs> oh our assholes. God. We're talking Ew. about influencers, Dumb people. <laughs> dumb people who are throwing parties.
0: During a pandemic.
1: Michelle, why are people throwing parties during a pandemic?
0: That's a great question. Um and because I'm not throwing parties during the pandemic, I don't have an answer as to why. I'm sure there are many reasons. I would love to have a party right now. Um, I wouldn't. In general, minus the pandemic oh, part.
1: Yeah. So Michelle, tell 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 the people what's going on. Why are we talking All right. about this? Okay.
0: So Garrett and I live in Los Angeles, and. If you live here or if you've seen on the news, it's been covered by a lot of outlets, including Business Insider, um, The New York Times, that several influencers and influencer houses in Los Angeles are throwing parties with hundreds of people in attendance uh, during a pandemic because for some reason they think that the rules and the volatility of this virus do not apply to them. And today we just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Rant a little bit. And
1: Yeah, I think Michelle's going to rant. Yeah, Michelle really I'm doesn't I'm really angry about this. Obviously, I also <laughs> don't like this. Um, but I know this rubs Michelle the wrong way. Michelle, why are you so like there's just something in you that's so like gut-wrenchingly angry about this. Like talk about that. What is it? What's going on for okay. you? Okay.
0: So I'm I'm very upset about this. For a variety of reasons the first reason is the obvious that uh you know per the research we know you're not supposed to be around other people right now until we have a vaccine or a better protocol and if you are around other people wear a mask and when applicable social distance and when i see people Not only blatantly disrespecting other people by doing that, but also being dumb enough to post about it on social media to millions of followers. It drives me freaking insane. Because it's people like that who are doing that kind of dumb shit that make the rest of us have to continue to stay in quarantine. We have been in quarantine since the beginning of March. I have not seen my family since Christmas of last year I was supposed to see them multiple times this year. We have not left the city of Los Angeles this entire time, except one day trip to Santa Barbara last week for my birthday. Anyways, and it sucks. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, like, quarantine is easy. It's hard. It's so hard. It's frustrating. It's angering. It's annoying. And what sucks even more is that the actions of other people dictate how long we're in this so the people who throw these parties who just do whatever they want these they cause all of these outbreaks and you know rumor is that a lot of people who have attended these parties have tested positive afterwards um and the people who do this they they spread the virus and and make things worse for everybody else like it's actions like that that make the the city mandates stay in longer i mean we're in los angeles which is one of the most affected cities in america um and it, yeah it drives me crazy because there is this feeling of like the rules don't apply to me because i have money and i've seen this argument of people from TikTok houses saying we we have to live our lives we can't we have to continue making money How much money did you make by throwing a party in Hollywood Hills at your house? Did that really yield more money for you? Because I don't understand that. Like I truly, I truly don't get it. (laughs) And Chris Clemens actually said this really well. Like he said, as a vlogger, he has actually increased his revenue during quarantine. And that if you are good at your job, then you should be creative enough to figure out other ways to vlog content whether it's you by yourself or with the people you're quarantining with so that you don't have to do that like that's part of our job is to adapt and be creative in that way and it is it's 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 so frustrating and I think the part that angers me the most this angers me the most is that and I don't talk about this I don't I don't talk about this much on the podcast or in in any way in, in any capacity really my dad is an essential worker on the front lines of COVID he handles COVID testing for several states um, in America. and he has been working 20 plus hours every week, every day, sorry, 20 plus hour days weekly since March. And there have been scares. there have been scares where where we thought Dad may have caught it, but he got tested and he's negative like and so, I am sitting here watching my dad who I love very much go to work every single day working his ass off to make to just try and slow this thing down and then I go on Instagram and everyone is being an ass about it everyone is fucking throwing parties collaborating doing whatever the fuck they want and spreading the virus because yes people are getting... Po- tested positive after all this bullshit. And it's it's just making me so mad because it is disrespectful. It makes no sense. Like, I guarantee you 99% of the people who attended these parties did not profit from going to them. Did you get a little social status? A little hype? Sure.
1: Is that actually the argument that's being used?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. Someone from the hype house said, we have to continue our lives. This is how we make money.
1: Right. But... W- so, but they weren't actually referring to the parties, yeah. were they? Like, what are they yeah, sponsoring parties to the or something? Because no. who who's the sponsor? Their argument right now? is like,
0: this is how we create the environment to capture content.
1: Oh, I see, I see.
0: Like, we get okay. content from vlogs. This is my assumption. Right. But also, what, like, it makes no sense. And you know what, the, the part, this is another thing that makes me so mad, is that it makes me feel like I'm in, like, an old grandpa, like, just sitting on my porch, like, yelling at kids, like, you guys are irresponsible teens. Sure. Maybe I sound like that right now. But I think the difference is, is, that like, I don't care if people party in normal life. Like, please explore, do whatever you want. If you want to party, if you want to have a good time, like whatever, please do that and be safe about it. But what drives me insane is that their actions of being idiots affect me. They affect tons of people they have, they they're creating unnecessary cases of covid for more hospital workers like my dad to have to deal with. They are keeping the city mandates in so that you know, thousands of people aren't able to go to their jobs. The restaurants in LA are pretty much shut down. Like and if everyone would just freaking do the thing. Like it's it's like literally no one is asking you to go to war. No one is asking you to risk your life. In fact, we're encouraging you to do the freaking opposite. Like, stay home. I don't get it. I'm so mad.
1: Yeah, Michelle's been uh, pretty angry about this. It's been very amusing to watch, uh, Michelle. It's been definitely angering to watch partying. I'm so partying. mad
0: because uh, I want to be out there. I want to be out there filming my videos. I want to be out there doing my things, too. And like, we do. I, I, we, we I do, would love to. We do
1: film and we do it very safely and respectfully and slowly. But not to the capacity
0: that we did before, obviously. No, of course not.
1: Of course not. And I know that, like, yeah, we want to.
0: We haven't even seen our family to say, like, we're engaged. We haven't gotten to celebrate that in person with anyone from our families. Mm-hmm. And yet, like, people are just flying all over the country doing whatever they want and, and throwing parties and stuff. And it's. <sighs> It's making me so mad. Again, I don't care what people do, but I care when it affects other people and when it affects me.
1: So the reason why we're bringing this up is because Michelle was recently quoted in the L.A. Times.
0: Oh, my God. Uh,
1: So what was that all about?
0: um, Basically, I I logged on to Twitter over the weekend and every weekend at this point, I anticipate getting on Twitter and just getting angry about somebody who's doing something stupid or throwing a party or someone in Florida who's doing something idiotic. And I saw that Bryce Hall threw a birthday party with hundreds of people there. And this was after the Hype House party and all the backlash of that. And I got so mad. Like, I, t- I took it personally, honestly. And I know yeah. none of those people know who I am or give a shit about who I am. And that's fine. But it became personal to me because this was right after I had gotten off the phone with my dad and I hear about another crazy ass day at the hospital and what he's doing and the lengths my dad has had to go to to fight this virus, you know, alongside so many essential workers across America, they are mind-boggling to me. Like we read about it in the news and, and hear about it or whatever, but like, When you hear it from someone you love and that is their everyday life that like it becomes so much more personal and so when I saw that party and everyone just like doing whatever they want not a mask in sight not really giving a shit it made me so mad so I tweeted about it and then I got quoted in the LA Times.
1: Yeah. did you? Uh, were you excited about that? Did that make you nervous? How was that experience, being in the LA Times in that way? Because at first you were like, oh no, I think, right? Yeah, you were a little nervous. I was like, nervous
0: because uh, I think people assume when you are featured in an, a publication as robust as the LA Times or whatever, that they would at least reach out to you to let you know. They don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I found out because the author of the article tweeted at me and said, the LA Times used uh, your comment in an article published today or something like that. And I was like, why did you say the LA Times? Like, say I quoted you, you know? At least take ownership of that. Oh, because she was
1: the author of the article. She was the
0: author of the article, which, you know, I mean, thanks for following me, I guess. But that would have been nice because it almost... It kind of felt like the blame was being deflected a bit. But I don't know. I'm reading way too far into it. Um, Yeah, so... uh, I'm kind of
1: glad it happened. Because you can't, like, call people out.
0: They didn't hide it either. I mean, my tweet is the last sentence of this article. Like, it is the final statement.
1: (sighs) I mean, I I think if you're going to call people out... Should I read the tweet for people who don't know? Sure, but what Follow I was trying me to say on is Twitter, <laughs> if you're gonna call people out, you might as well own up to it and not like if you're gonna throw that tweet out into the universe, you have to oh, I own it yeah, I you have own to it all
0: the way right I think i uh I think part of me is frustrated because there have been plenty of other times where I felt that um coverage involving me would have been I don't know what am I trying to say I'm trying to say. I feel like there are so many other things I've done in the past that are positive, and uh potentially newsworthy. Okay, so you think that know. the
1: the the tweet that you made that ends up making it finally to the L.A. Times is just you being an old man yelling at some teenagers? Right. When you were hoping it would be something like yeah m- more po- more of a positive. Michelle hosts thing.
0: Carmon HBO Max. The hey, L.A. Times did not cover nice. that. <laughs> Okay, so basically, uh, there's this Twitter account called Deaf Noodles. It's like a drama account, and they tweeted, like, all of the receipts and videos from this party. So I retweeted them, and I said, I haven't seen my family in seven months because my dad is an essential worker on the front lines at the hospital fighting COVID working 20-plus-hour days. Fuck you, Bryce Hall, and everyone else who went to these parties. You're selfish to a degree I didn't know humanly possible.
1: And you still stand by that, yeah.
0: I do, I do.
1: I don't even know who any of these people are that we're yelling at, but uh, apparently, well, I, I, and this actually brings me to another thing. It's not only that they're being irresponsible and like potentially putting other people at health uh, risk. For me, it's also they are the they're influencers. So people do look up to these people, mm-hmm. and you have all these and when kids, you see
0: like millions of like imagine you know millions of kids at home their parents are saying stay home you're going to be doing online school blah 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 and then they go on Instagram or TikTok or whatever and they see all these parties from the people that they love and admire then they're not going to want to follow that either I mean admittedly the first few times I saw these parties I was like are the rules different can we do this now is this like acceptable is this a thing obviously it's not but you know what i mean even i was like wait a second you know the la times did leave out the part where i said fuck you though so that was that was nice at least I'm not quoted saying fuck you in the la times just on my twitter
1: so in terms of influencers and throwing parties i'm curious where do we draw the line because like they were saying I don't agree with them but like they were saying they're they seem to think that they're relying on those sorts of things for their business um and other influencers will do collaborations or they're trying to film like i don't know where how are we feeling about this world that we're in like kind of walking on eggshells um trying to figure out how to make content work for this time you know
0: yeah definitely i mean i experienced it too i'm like if we, if we film and there are two other people and a camera operator, is that safe? Mm-hmm. Well, technically, the safest thing for us all to do is, you know, go in solitary confinement for the un- unforeseeable future. Like literally put me in a medically induced coma and wake me up when this is all over. And you can't, you know, I mean, there's definitely like a balancing act of what is safe mm-hmm. versus what is not. What are you comfortable with? The reason that I think throwing a huge party with hundreds of people at it is 100% incorrect um, beyond the the obvious part of that all is some things I think that these people aren't taking into consideration, such as let's say this party happens and someone gets too drunk, someone, falls in the pool gets hurt any anything like that like a even a minor thing and while that sounds like somewhat implausible I think about like last year when we were at a New Year's Eve party there there was someone who was a full-on adult who got too drunk and had we had to call the ambulance um that possibility always arises when you have that many people in a Mm -hmm. house and and whatnot, and, like, the chaos of alcohol and drugs and whatnot. If someone gets hurt, that means they have to call an ambulance. That means that a staff of medical workers who are already overworked treating COVID patients or picking up emergency situations involving potential COVID victims, they are now taken away from that and asked to go pick up some dumbass who got too drunk at a party. Um... It's the same thing with, like, the party escalates and the police have to be called. That means the police are there instead of somewhere else. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me, and it's exacerbated even further in the pandemic. But, yes, I definitely agree that on that medium scale of, like, well, can I get together with so-and-so, and it's just us in a room, and we collaborate? That might be fine on paper, but, like, Again, that's like a whole sphere of people that you're introducing yourself to through that one person because mm-hmm. you don't know exactly where they've been. And you can't do two weeks of quarantine before you see every single person in your life. I mean, I'm already sitting over here like, how are we going to see our families for the holidays? And when I ask that question, I think the the harsh reality is we probably won't. Like I'm probably not going to see my family or Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, any of that. But what sucks is that I know all of those influencers and all of those people, they're just gonna fly home and do their thing. And, and it, like, obviously, there's a lot of, there's a lot of jealousy here. Like, I wanna go to a party. Oh, yeah. I, I wanna I, travel I across wanna America clear. and like go to Miami and stay on a yacht. I would love to do that right now. It, and it's, it is definitely a frustrating lot of that it feels like other people. Get to do this thing And get away with it
1: um, oh, I don't know Well maybe they're getting away Maybe they're not Depends so, on mean, your definition yeah. Of getting away with it
0: Yeah and, and I'm like It's almost like Why have I been quarantining Why am I home When it seems like Nobody else Is doing this anymore
1: Yeah I, I think it's important to note There's a difference between A bunch of Dumbass influencers And The the bulk of the public. Pop- population so yeah. i know it might feel you know it might feel like why is everyone well, just the doing the population whatever you
0: know. isn't quarantining
1: it depends i mean also it's also you you have to think of it like the united states is so diverse with its different states and areas yeah. that like the rules are just different in different areas yeah. because of population and density of population yeah. so like being in la i like most people seem to be pretty Pretty uh, compliant To lockdown protocol At the least the part. people
0: we've encountered Like everywhere we've gone We we see people wearing masks Abiding by six feet If you pass someone on the sidewalk We both like step out of each other's way To create distance Yeah but we have
1: to remember that Not everywhere in the United States Is like that yeah. Because of population density And
0: Politics
1: it, it just Well no I mean like It doesn't make Like you Like less cases in that area and the, everyone's right, more I, spread out naturally like in, florida,
0: in florida i think people are just not following the rules
1: yes but also there's a lot of people in florida yeah both so yeah so yeah i think just also try to remember that it's not everybody that is not I but know. i know it's hard to see that and then yeah and then question
0: it's almost like why am i being punished with quarantine When it feels like other people deserve to be punished for quarantine, not quarantining. Which is so like, and I'm not wishing ill will on anyone. It's just like, I feel that quarantine has sort of brought up this thing because in in life in general, there is this idea that if you do something wrong, you you will be, you know, reprimanded for that. And if you do something right, then that makes you a better person. And and, and yeah, I, I don't know, I don't but know then like right root, now.
1: But think about it this way. I think the root of it for you is most, is surprisingly, and uh, this is not a hit, like I get, this is not like a knock against you because I feel this too, is selfishness. Of, yeah. Like. Obviously. So like jealousy and. Yeah. And the idea that they get to do it, why can't I? And you, you know, we're smart enough to know it's irresponsible. People are getting hurt because of this. It's not too difficult to, like, just keep your distance and be responsible for a blip, like a short amount of time. But it's just the fact that other people don't have to, I put half in quotes, makes you think that it's unfair yeah and then the unfair it, it's almost rooted yeah in this like selfish like mm-hmm. reason rather than like f- what i've because been trying to because i also think do. about like
0: i think about all of the the opportunities we've lost out on this year now granted a lot of beautiful and amazing things have happened but a lot of things i was really looking forward to got canceled or indefinitely put on hold and these are videos and opportunities That require other people i yeah i i don't know i i feel frustrated that
1: maybe i'm different at this point i i kind of got over it i think i just got over complaining about quarantine yeah well
0: you never did because you like being home
1: yeah i mean (laughs) i also like not being home but i can definitely adjust i had an easier time adjusting than most i think but I guess what I'm saying is I just don't want to complain about something that's clearly our lives for a while now. So
0: I don't either, but this definitely triggered me.
1: Yeah, sure. I have no, no. I and I also don't want to confuse. I have nothing against you calling out people for their bullshit. I love that. We should do that. We should continue to call people out who are being irresponsible I mean, anything, and putting other I feel people like this at year risk.
0: Has made clear. How much how much more I mean, I, I feel like everyone's kind of experiencing this to some degree. Like how much more vocal we do need to be about the things we believe in. Whether it's Black Lives Matter, being safe during COVID and quarantine. Um these are things I'm totally comfortable talking about. And especially with this type of thing, I don't know, I just couldn't I couldn't be silent Regarding quarantine specifically anymore I have no you know qualms Whatsoever speaking out about Black Lives Matter Or any of those other social specific issues. Yeah I
1: understand all that
0: For some reason quarantine when you call somebody out For quarantine it feels um, Yeah it makes me Feel more like a grandpa
1: But I guess what Um, I'm saying is I, I don't I don't mind calling out the parties. I'm just saying I don't want to complain about quarantine anymore because this whole I podcast even is ta- is just like complaining to people about quarantine who <laughs> are know. also in quarantine who feel the same way. I know we're I preaching know. to the I'm, choir. I
0: mean, I... I, I don't want to talk about wanna, something else. I don't want to complain about quarantine either. I think I... And I've grown to definitely be like, okay, here is the productive way we can exist in this lifestyle. It's It... Uh, It just seeing those images of people not giving a a fuck about it remind you.
1: Mm -hmm. It brings it all back. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. I've been inside my house all year. Mm -hmm. And I could be doing that right now. Like I could go to a party in the Hollywood Hills and have the time of my life. If these motherfuckers would stay home, I think I think what it is,
1: them having their parties are the reasons why most people won't get to see their families for the holidays and making drawing that connection. And in that sense, absolutely. Again, I'm I'm all about you calling out Bryce Hall. Again, I don't know who that is. I'm sorry, (laughs) you sound like an asshole. I don't either. I don't know who you are. I should probably look into that before this. Um. So that was a uh, that was a twenty eight minute rant <laughs> from Michelle on why she uh, doesn't like people partying during COVID. Which uh, and I also I would just want to briefly
0: mention that uh, I really respect Chris Clemens, Elijah Daniel, and Tyler Oakley for and amongst several other people for their um, really poignant vocalness about these issues. So thank you to them. Um, I, I they, really... they also speak perhaps more eloquently on all of these things than i do
1: i really enjoy uh phil defranco's episodes yes when he calls out people out uh they've been pretty entertaining to me at least uh and that's usually how i find out about (laughs) these bullshit uh influencer parties because i don't uh, oh i remember the thing i was gonna ask you earlier what Okay, this is something we haven't talked about yet, or at least on the podcast, I don't think. Okay, here's my question: What is your stance on following or not following creators who are starting to that you're starting to realize are setting bad examples? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe we have touched on this a little bit, but let's Mm -hmm. say, like the people like Bryce Hall. Not that you followed any of those people, anyway. Yeah, um, but like when you see an influencer, I'm not even going to put a name to it. If we see an influencer. Maybe not even do something to the extreme of the Bryce Hall party, but let's say, like, like a, a collab. Attender. Maybe like a collab every couple of days. You see them on their social media, clearly hanging out with people, not taking it seriously. From from what you view on their th- like, do you continue to follow that person? Do you have a a rule or standard now where you decide? You know what. Because like, sometimes you have to think about, yeah, you being a follower adds to their number, which adds to their ability to get more yes. work, which about, uh, allows their ability to Well, yeah, I actually tweeted get, about
0: this, too. Oh, I think,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So where, what is your, like, how do you feel about that?
0: Yeah, and this is sort of when a lot of creators were being... Um,
1: they were making their responses to yeah, Black Lives Matter.
0: And, and a lot of, uh, like, old footage of creators was coming forward showcasing people uh, being racist saying the n-word etc and something that I thought about really critically is that and I'm guilty of this there were people who I personally were like I don't really support what they're doing I don't really like it like I feel for example really uncomfortable with Jeffree Star and his past Mm -hmm. and even today I'm like what the heck is going on here um, especially given, you know, all, all the footage of, of him just being racist, I should say. And I realized, wait, I, I am still like on Twitter following this person. Perhaps it was from the Shane series, which, you know, Shane's another thing, um, or, or otherwise. And I was like, wait, why, why am I? Following them and I, I realized like, okay, maybe Maybe I'm following them and, and even other people because
1: I think it's FOMO, honestly A little
0: bit of FOMO for for when things do seem fun in their lives And also, um, you follow them to sort of like quietly watch the drama unfold yeah, It's, whenever like, it's was. like lurking
1: on Twitch, you know yes. It's like watching, you know, keeping and an like, eye on and it And then I
0: thought about it and I was like, wait a second If I'm following somebody That means i contribute and i tweeted about this when you follow subscribe or watch someone's content even if you personally aren't paying them money you are actively contributing to their success you become a part of the numbers they use to get brand deals and career opportunities your time matters choose wisely so for all you guys and myself included who quietly follow certain people for the drama is it worth it because you're part of the problem and that day i just like unfollowed a bunch of people because i was like you know what if something crazy happens and there's tea 28 billion other people will cover it and i would you know i mean i don't know it really is a question of how badly do you want to follow this person and is removing them from your timeline more beneficial and also i was like i don't want to fill my timeline with shit from these people anymore Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I think unfollowing is one of the most powerful things we can do as a member of someone else's audience.
1: Other than speaking out about it, which might not get heard or seen like, yeah, it is it, like you said, it's kind of like you're in the democratic process. It is your vote. It's like you're voting for this person to be a source of uh, content in my true. life more, or you are yeah. voting against them or not even against them but just mm-hmm. not putting a vote towards them yeah
0: because like the more followers the more subscribers the more views that someone gets the more money they will make whether it's from adsense or career opportunities you
1: know what l- uh, i don't
0: want to contribute to that because i don't i don't want to s- I don't want to support that. You Follows,
1: know? subscribes, and likes—it's it's an interesting economy because it's an economy in which you have infinite amount of—you can follow, and like, and subscribe to as many people as you want. Which I don't know—does that make them more valuable or less valuable? I like probably less valuable, but I don't know. I think if people I think chose it's perceived more perceived wise-
0: less valuable because it cost—it doesn't cost any money. So, like, I think people right. think like. You know, I don't want to support creator X, Y, or Z. And I'm not going to buy their merch. I'm not going to buy anything from them because I don't want to put my dollars towards that person. But if you're still watching the view, the videos or like the dramatic apology videos or subscribing... They still
1: get paid out. Yeah, they're, just they're from still brands. getting
0: paid. I mean, yeah. it's less, but you're still contributing.
1: I don't really have anywhere else to go with this. I We're, don't either. I
0: just encourage anyone listening yeah. to think critically about... Who is in your timeline and your newsfeed, and are those people, whether they're friends or influencers or celebrities, are these people you want to see succeed? Are these people you want to see continue to grow, find fame and fortune and personal gain?
1: I'll I'll also say I want to not confuse this with cancel culture and the only thing I want to say about that is... I'm all about letting people evolve and grow and learn from their mistakes and I think people deserve a chance to learn and to grow but if they have that opportunity and time and time again they continue to make the same mistake and purposely not learn anything, like for me that's Jake Paul, uh, then I don't think they deserve more chances and that's when I think cancel culture can or the cancel like canceling someone. Yeah, can but also be unfollowing
0: unfollowing someone isn't canceling. I, know. I wanna be clear. Oh, like unfollowing that, well, is a way again to, yes, yes. to like put your vote where you want it in the that, Well that's what I'm way. trying to say
1: yeah. is that those are two separate concepts and right. you can unfollow someone, doesn't not necessarily cancel them, see if they can turn themselves around. The problem is if they continue having all that support, they won't know to learn. So if you don't unfollow them, you don't stop watching their content, they will think I'm not doing anything wrong. If I'm still getting the views and I'm still getting the likes, even after I've been revealed as a racist, then I'm okay. I can keep doing whatever I want. I don't need to apologize. And that's bad. Like unfollowing at at this time seems to be the only way to send a message as the people that, hey, what you're doing is wrong. I don't support it for whatever reason um so yeah keep that in mind you guys have power in who you choose to follow like subscribe to etc um and you know what i think that's uh i'm gonna be totally honest we we are tired i'm Mm -hmm. about to take a nap (laughs) uh we just wanted to get on and give you a little rant
0: well i guess uh i hope anything in here was was useful i to hope you it guys. was entertaining i guess i guess I, I just want to um i don't know i'm thankful for the podcast because i feel like we can talk about these things in a more in-depth way than we do necessarily and in the videos Censored
1: way we can just say whatever the fuck we want <laughs> sorry mom
0: yes um so thank you guys so much for listening are you at home feeling a bit of the same way we are let us know because it'd be great to not feel alone right now. Um, and for anybody who is staying home and quarantining, or even, you know, whatever the rules are, where you live, if you are doing your part, thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm very grateful to you and very grateful to know that people like you are a part of our audience and our family. So again, let us know how you're feeling below. Um, and also, I encourage all of you guys, if you, um, you know, just to think critically about who you're following and, and how that occupies your time, your feed, and what you're doing. If you made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations. Mission accomplished. We'll see you next time.
1: Sorry, no juicy cues this week. I'll hit you with them <laughs> next week. But still follow me on Instagram because, uh, please. Bye. Bye.